Welcome into the PVJ Podcast. Your pro is one of the best young producers in the 901 from Fish and Stats and Sport 56, Drew Barry. Well, Dak, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Uh, you know, I'm just a just a big, hairy American winning machine. If you ain't first, you're last. You know what I'm talking about? That phrase is trademark, not to use the other stuff for Ricky Bobby Inc. Your Joe is just an average guy from Memphis, Tennessee, the beautiful land in the world. Future doctor, A.J. Sturdivant. Here I finally graduated. Yeah, and just a shade under a decade, too. All right. You know, a lot of people go to college for seven years. I know. They're called doctors. Now, here they are, your pro and your Joe, Drew and AJ. This is a PVJ PSA to all of our listeners in the Memphis area. We're all gonna die! We're gonna die! <laughs> it's snowing November 14th! We're gonna die! Ah! Listen, listen. Ah, I'm losing my mind. And listen. what's even worse, it's gonna be 63 and sunny on Saturday, so if the snow doesn't kill us, you know the diseases and bacteria and all this other nasty stuff will kill us. We're all going to die. Guess what? I'll have a lot of milk and bread. That's right. <laughs> Get your milk and bread. If you haven't got your milk and bread, you're already out. Yep. The, the stores are out. Don't We're all going to die. The storm's too big. Go, run to the liquor store. That's what I'm doing. Run <laughs> to the liquor store, stock up on that, and just drink your final days out because it's the end of the world. It's climate change. This and we're all going to die. Al Gore's a liar. There's no such thing as global warming. <laughs> Thank you. And now, to your schedule. Back to program. your regular scheduled podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome into the PVJ podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in again. I am the hostess with the mostest, the best young producer in the 901. Drew Barrett alongside me is AJ Sturdivant. We got a great show lined up for you today. We're going to talk Tiger basketball. They fell mm-hmm. last night in Baton Rouge to the LSU Tigers. We're going to talk about that. We're going to preview Tigers at SMU and football. Uh, also going to talk a little Warriors beef. You know what's going on with Draymond and KD. We're going to get into that. Also want to talk about what happened Tuesday night down in the three D three level of basketball. Uh, I know if you're anywhere on social media, you've had to have seen this video at least three, four times. We're going to talk about that, and also I'm going to probably give an opinion that uh, a lot of people won't like or haven't thought of, and might might wake up might wake up some people a little bit. Uh, I've got I've got a pretty hot take on that. We're going to get into our tray of the day, do our lines, our picks, and then we're going to get out of here. And hopefully make it home before we all die. We're so dead. We are so dead. So you're going to say that and the roads are actually going to be bad now when we get out of here. Yeah, especially when you texted me earlier today and it's like, I don't know if I can make it in, man. Yeah. The roads are bad. I was like, oh, man, they're fine. Don't be a baby. But we might die. And but out before in the country of Bartlett, they're a little rougher than they are here. Oh, <laughs> country of Bartlett. It's God's but, country. Before we do get into everything, I uh, do want to once again do some house cleaning real quick. Thank you again to Cerrito, Kevin Cerrito and Cerrito Live Feed for allowing us to do this every week and put our funny twists and opinions uh, in on the sporting world. And 
thank you so much to our listeners. We know you have so many. There's so many different podcasts, so many different listing options out there, and we really do appreciate you tuning in and giving this a listen. So thank you. Thank you very much from the bottom of both of our hearts. It really does mean a lot that people actually are listening. So thank you. And be sure to check out all the great content on the Cerrito Live feed, and be sure to listen to Cerrito Live every Saturday from 10 to 12 on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM, and of course, the 11 o'clock hour, the only hour-long wrestling segment in the city of Memphis where wrestling was made. And don't forget to listen to me every Monday through Friday on Fitch and Stats on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. And we've only got about four shows left because college football season's winding down, so you better tune in to the Blue and Gray Show with John Stacy and I um, as we talk all things Tigers, all things positive and really break down the games and really give you a new understanding of Tiger of Tiger football, not just from our eyes as two devoted fans. And shout out to John Stacy. Um, if you know John Stacy, you know of him. You know that he's now been to 99 consecutive Tiger games. This game on Friday for SMU will be number 100. Congratulations, John. Could I? Would not be where I am in this business without you. Really appreciate you. So want to give you a shout out. And uh, don't miss this sh- the show this week for the Blue and Gray. It's going to be a great one. We're going to have two former Tigers in. Uh, Brett Tony in, in studio. And Martin Hankins on the phone. And we're going to be talking a lot about the uh, way games are called now. Because both of them are actually uh, NCAA officials. Brett Tony is with Conference USA, while Martin Hankins is with the SEC. So it's going to be a great show. So make sure you tune in. That, once again, is Sunday from 5 to 7 on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. And also tune in next week to the PBJ podcast. Of course. Because we're having the brother-in-law, Mike Ryan, coming in studio mm-hmm. with us. So be looking forward to that, people. It, it'll come get get inter- terrible Tennessee takes. It, it'll be interesting as both me and AJ are both wearing blue right now, like we do yeah. every day. And we'll, I'm sure he's going to show up in some gaudy orange, oh, just to piss me off. So it's going to be it's going to be a, uh, interesting. It's going to be a must listen. So make sure you tune in uh, again next week. But don't tune out right now because we've got a great show. Yep. AJ, besides the snow, and we're all going to die. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm good, man. I'm good. You know, it was a good work day. We had our. Uh, Thanksgiving potluck at work, so everybody Ooh. made a little dish, which I didn't What'd know. What'd you bring? So I didn't know. Oh. I kind of forgot. I was that guy. I you're forgot guy. about the potluck. Let me guess. You still ate, though. Oh, of course. Oh, you're well, that guy. Uh, Dr. Holcomb asked me to go get, because me and him both didn't bring anything, and he was like, well, we can't show up with nothing. Mm-hmm. So he had me run to the gas station and grab sushi from this gas Ooh, the Exxon no, no. at Poplar and Ridgeway. Oh, no, no, no. Let me t- hold on, hold on. I see the flashing sign yes. that says sushi. Yeah, he said, he was like, it's the best in Memphis. And no. I was like, okay, Bull. don't tell me gas station sushi is the best in Memphis. Maybe I for went, the best diarrhea. It's not, it's not bad. Like, it, it was actually, like, I went and, like, the dude, literally, they make it fresh, like, throughout the day. Uh. And I was like, are we really about to bring gas station sushi to a Thanksgiving? Nothing says Thanksgiving. And, like, you know what I mean? Happy sushi. Pilgrim Day. Here's some sushi. <laughs> this is what they use for bait. So, But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was good. Um, you know, we're about to get into the to the Memphis basketball and the Memphis football, but overall good. What about you? Well, it was a good day other than, other than the snow. Mm-hmm. Not enjoying the snow. I really not. I well, hate, it's also like. One, I, I hate the snow because my car sucks in snow. Yeah. I and mean, that Mustang is terrible in snow and ice. And I'll be the first person to be slipping and sliding. I mean, I slide in 
two and le- less than an inch of rain, let alone snow. Yeah. So I'm a well, little you, worried about the drive home. Yeah. I mean, you're getting a new one, though. I so am. I am. I, I'm going car shopping on Saturday. Going to get a new car. There not a go. new car. New to I'm me. A new car. Come new, on down. <laughs> new to me. Not a go. new car. So you're selling a car or yeah, you work at a dealership you and you want to give us a PVJ podcast discount? Hit me up, please, because yeah. I need some. We'll, we'll mention you on the show if you can yeah. get Drew a nice Toyota Camry. Hey, don't joke about the Toyota Camry. <laughs> they get don't great Camry gas. like that. They get great gas mileage, and that's definitely something I'm looking. That's looking true. For. That's true. What'd you think about the game last night? What'd you think? Well, let me hear. It. Overall, overall, you know, I said this on uh, on Fishing Stats on Tuesday before the game. Mm-hmm. L- honestly, love to win mm-hmm. first and foremost. But realistically, what I wanted out of that game yep. was kind of a copy of what the Louisville game was last year. A game where you still lost, but you came out of came out of it feeling good. You came out of it knowing, hey, man, we had a couple leads. We were right there in the end. Man, we're right there. We're, we're starting to click on all cylinders. Man, this team could be something. I mean, Louisville was a ranked team last year, and it was it was a big matchup. And the Tigers hung with them all game. And I was like, man, if if it can just be like that Louisville game, I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. And it really was. It was kind of a, an exact copy of the Louisville game last year. You know, stayed competitive in the game the whole time. Had uh, two leads in the first. Had a lead and had a lead with like eleven minutes to go in the second. And ultimately, did get away from you. LSU just made too many shots. Uh, I thought we took way too many threes. You know, we took too many threes. That's what I was going to ask you. Yeah, what you think about the shooting. Yeah, 33, 30, over thirty three uh, three point attempts, and you only make. Well, we had yeah, we had thirty thirty three point attempts, and you make ten, which is less than thirty three percent. Somewhere probably around what thirty percent, thirty three percent. Yeah, yeah. So I thought the shooting was a little much. Uh, they need to try to drive the lane, try to get it down inside. But the problem is, not a lot of down low presence, especially with Mike Parks this being his first game back. He only played about 15 yeah, minutes, back. but he did have six boards. Uh, did play productive minutes when he was down the court. And not to get negative right off the bat, but I'm going to. Okay. Hit us with it. Isaiah Maurice sucks. Or at not least history. sucked yesterday. I think he played He played. He could have played better awful. yesterday. No, no, no. He played awful. It's not cherry coated or no, I, anything. But I don't think that that makes him an awful player. Like I feel like he went up against a very athletic and huge LSU team. I know, I know, he did. I know he had a lot to handle, but there was a lot of times, especially on defense, where he just stood flat-footed and would not move from his spot. I remember one point in the first half, um, LSU has the ball. Isaiah's, I, I guess I think they were in zone at the time, so he's playing down low. They're playing a three-two. And they swing the ball out to the corner, and Isaiah's about four feet from him, mm-hmm. and it's, it still had plenty of time to you know move and get some get a hand up or anything, and just kind of just yeah put his hand up and just Ooh. and then the, missed a lot of easy shots, didn't yeah, rebound did very well. That he could have. My biggest thing too is like he to me was the one player who looked like he didn't take the challenge. No, he, he didn't. He didn't almost. I mean, it wasn't that he didn't want to be there. But he didn't embrace the challenge mm-hmm. that was in front of him, like I think Martin and Harris and Lomax. For as bad as he played, I still think I could see that when they came when they came out, my man. He was, but he, he, he was, was still fa- he was still facilitating. Very and he was well. shooting. I mean, yeah. he took a three, he took a jump shot. I'm like, 
he he's looking for it. He's mm-hmm. looking to get in a rhythm, and he's looking to get his teammates involved, and he's playing you know all the the whole court. And so that's where I'm like, he even though he played really bad, it looked like he did kind of come back into a shell mm-hmm. a little bit once he wasn't playing as good. Yeah, it was still where Maurice from the start. It was just like. Yes, we realize you're going up against bigger athletic people, mm. and not this isn't going to be like Memphis is small. Memphis is a small team. Yes, so th- this is going to be a thing almost def- all definitely season. Could have used Lance Thomas last yeah. night. NCAA, if you're listening, please get off your butts and clear the guy already. Yeah. But it also we need some download presence. It all, it's it's you're going to be facing bigger teams all year, but you're not going to be facing LSU all year. Mm. Like that's let's no, that's let's get true. that out of the way. And so that's I think LSU could end up being. I mean, I think that's a top. That's probably a top three team that you could potentially play this season. I mean, as far as, like, mm. the people you play. Top yeah. three other guys you play. Um, but, I mean... Well, and we could ultimately end up seeing them again in the, and the, turn, the, the tournament, tournament coming, up. And coming up. so Which we'd have to get through Oklahoma State and Villanova yeah. to get to get to them. Well, unless, I guess, if they lose to, we might be able to face them in, like, a, in a loser's bracket matchup. Yeah, kind of go back to, what, 2013-14 season where we went on the road first mm-hmm. couple of games, uh, lost to Oklahoma State. Yeah, as I say, then we lost met State. them in the championship of a tournament and whooped them. Mm-hmm. Now, Marcus mm-hmm. Smart, that game was sick, apparently. Yeah. But a win's a win. I was going to say, it was still a win. And I mean, and like you said earlier about the game, what I it's almost it's like a fine line between, um, you know, a loss. Loss is still a loss. Mm-hmm. Like, this is Memphis basketball. And so we're not going to, let's take positives from it, but let's not like, I'm not really. You still lost, like, yeah. and, and you. But the thing is, like, yes, you were supposed to lose, um, and so that's where I'm like, what was my, like you said, the goal before the game? I wanted them to compete. Realistic I wanted to goal. be in the game. Yes. And what did we do? We competed. We were in the game. But once you watch it, you see things. I mean, as me as just being a fan, you see things where you're like, if we could have done these things a little better, mm-hmm. that was ours. That, yeah. that like we could have been right there at the end. We could have had a shot to win because let's face it, the last five six minutes. You're just kind of yeah. you never really Believed. got close enough and believed that you were going to win. And, and throughout, but and, you still were in it. You yeah. were in it. And throughout the whole game, Tigers had momentum a lot. Uh, had momentum in certain patches, but a lot of times, uh, seems like they were both on the scoreboard and on the court playing from behind. Wasn't really were trying not to mess up, and especially sometimes when they got that lead and had some momentum. It kind of looked like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. okay, 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 we we can't screw this up, and they were thinking yeah. too much about losing the momentum and losing the lead than they were about adding on to the lead. Yeah, and and when it comes down to it, like there were so many times during the game where, I know when you look at the total rebounding, we had thirty two, they had thirty seven, uh, they had twenty four defense rebounds to our eighteen. We competed on the offensive rebound end. Mm-hmm. We had fourteen to their thirteen, but it's one of those things where like. Watching the game, just the eye test of it. Yeah, it was just LSU when we, was when we needed to come up with one, we mm-hmm. weren't getting it, and yeah. they were they were getting. It just seemed like all those loose rebounds and those tip balls were going to them, which that's a bigger, more athletic, a better rebounding team. That's mm-hmm. just you, like you just have to face it, and yeah. that's what's going to be all season long. That's probably going to be you know people are talking about after the game, and I'm like, yes, that's a problem, but you're going to have to deal with that mm-hmm. this year. I mean, that's going to be a like you said, maybe Lance Thomas can get cleared, but one thing that I'll disagree with the three pointers, dude. I loved it. I especially thirty three attempts is too many. Thirty, thirty. But what I will say, dude, I'm telling you, man. I think that, and even Penny said after the game that he would have liked to seen less three pointers. Yeah. But like, yeah, maybe, maybe not that many. But I was fine with it because I'm like, you are coming out. I mean, just shooting it. 
and Tyler just Harris. Going. Some of those that he made were just like, oh my. Yeah, and then God. some of them that he missed, you're like, okay, that yeah. was. But I told, I was telling my mom he he missed a, an air ball at the beginning. Yeah, and my mom was like, you know, going off because obviously diehard Tiger fans were mm. watching glued to the TV. She was like, going off about it, and I'm like, I'm telling you, mom. Wait till he hits one of those. Once he hits it. And then he hit two in a row. One from like six feet behind the three-point line. Mm. And like my mom was like, who in the world? What in the heck? And I'm like, that's what that's that's the kind of potential he has. Mm. But then my biggest thing about the three-pointers is I'm fine with that many. But there were a couple times, and yes, Harris made um, a lot of them. But I'm like. He was 7 to 13. If, if you could if you could drive and like even, even Loma, if you saw LSU three-point, the three-pointers they were taking, which I, I think they took. What was it? Uh, eighteen or somewhere around there. Three. They were a lot of five for eighteen. So they didn't shoot that well. But, they, three but point line. a lot of their threes were kick out threes, that, and they were wide open. They were planted <laughs> kick out threes, stroking it. And I'm like, I feel like if you put a Davenport, a Bruton, a, a Harris, um, even a Lomax, even though he wasn't shooting well last night, if we can get more of those type plays mm-hmm. instead of our crossover hand in the face five point five feet behind the three point line. Yeah. But of course, that's I mean. That's how we play, man, and I love it. I mean, it's run and gun. It is up and down the court. It's we're going to launch the ball. Yep. Um, I mean, they're playing kind of how the Warriors do or how the Rockets do. They're gonna they're gonna get up their shots, and so yes, it can be it can be better and it can be a little bit more sophisticated within the system. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, I liked it, man. I mean, you made LSU they they had to play at your pace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's 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 chaos. It's controlled chaos. But it needs to be a little bit more controlled. Yeah. There's still some times where it it seemed like it got a little too fast for them. Yeah. Got a little too too quick mm-hmm. and everything. And back to the rebounds, I mean, it's not like it's just fans that are realizing this. Last night after the game, Penny was asked, What's the first thing you're gonna work on? And he said, Rebounding, yeah. rebounding, rebounding, rebounding. He knows Yeah. I mean, obviously the guy knows what they need to do. Mm-hmm. And and I've got full confidence in um them fixing and working out these problems. Absolutely. And, you know, hopefully have them all fixed by this Saturday against Yale. Yeah. Because, I mean, and Yale... It, it's, Yale's it's, a good team. It's not a pushover. No, they're it not. is not at all. Um, and, and, and they're really not... They're, they they play Ivy League basketball, but they're not your prototypical Ivy League yeah. team. They're not... They're going to run some Prince, some Princeton offense, but that's not all they can do. They can run and gun with you. Yeah. And, I mean, and like you said, though, there's, there's positives... To pull out, and it is basically that's what you wanted from mm-hmm. this game. You wanted to pull more positives out the negatives um, because it's a ranked team on the road. Like you weren't supposed to win. Yeah, but it's can you compete and can you pull out positive? And I mean, Harris, the shooting, Parks, in what was probably limited minutes for him. Yeah, and once he gets rebounded, back, he'll he'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, got he's, a, he's a beast down there, man. Yeah. I mean, he's clearing out space. Um, you know, I thought that. Martin and Davenport, they could have played a little better, especially Davenport could have yeah. been a little more aggressive. Um, Definitely wasn't the 30-point night that we saw yeah. against Tennessee. And, and Lomax didn't play well. Like, that's that's what I'm saying is, like, it it was better to me, not because, like, it was just the fact that I know the potential that we have. And that's what I was thinking about today when I was seeing all the tweets about the games and everything like that, um, or about the Tiger game, is that I'm like, this year, it's, it's almost like a – you just it's it's a, pass it's a potential here. and yeah. it's just a you Let, know what you out. can do and you see the potential that this team has and mm-hmm. the players have and that's what that's what makes it exciting that's yeah. what makes you care even in a loss you care because last year there's no potential at this time you yeah. don't have any recruiting potential coming up 
I mean, these guys aren't, you know what I mean? The guys on the team aren't mm. uh, the big-time players we're used to. You're, you know, even if you would have stuck in the game, it's like, yeah, but, like, where do we go from here? And so now you're like, now we know where we go from here. Mm. We know the playmakers and, and the ballers we have. Yeah, definitely. Uh, there's still a lot of potential left in left in this uh, season, and it's going to be a good season, and yep. hopefully uh, right the ship on Saturday. We'll see you on the FedEx Forum. Uh, well, I might not be there. Really? Got to meet Elise's friends this weekend. All right. All right. That's fine. Married life has gotten to you already. <laughs> that is fine. No problem. Unfortunately. And I well, got to buy a car. Well, what would you think about the uh, what you think about the football game this weekend? We're, we were there together. I was, yeah, yeah. Well, um, one of us stayed the whole game. The other one yeah. had a little too game. much fr- fun Friday night. Yeah, we had a day Got Friday a little night. cold and had to go home at halftime. I was hungry, man. I was hungry. Okay. They sell food there. You know that, right? It's too expensive. All right. Can't beat that 4 for 4 Come on now. <laughs> well, football game was exactly what you wanted to see. Um, routing uh, of Tulsa needed one of those games, needed a game that um, really got the confidence back up, and I think it did. Um, and you're bowl eligible, baby. And bowl we're going bowling. We're going bowling. Yeah. And, you know, one of my great, one of the best things that I got to see in the fourth quarter was I got to see old Chandler Stump, Stringer's stepbrother, yeah. make a tackle. There we go. <laughs> shout out to old String Bean family. <laughs> yeah, shout out. Uh, but, you know, it was great, and by God, the highlight of the year that Tony Pollard or no uh, Pop Williams punt return. Yeah. Who man did he put a B button on him? Yeah. And I mean Henderson does what he does. Yeah. I mean it was another a, it was, I enjoyed yard game. It's it's the same thing as a you know kind of the same thing as a basketball team. Like this Ooh, these are speak, exciting teams speak, to watch. Speaking like, of Daryl, stay right there. I gotta go get a paper. You going to get a paper? Yeah. All right, that's fun. We're in an intermission currently. There he is. He's jogging. Should I lock the door, people? Oh, I don't want to do it to him. Crap, he's back. <sighs> that was a long 10 feet. There it is. Woo! A little winded. All right. So, I was doing some research yesterday, and I think this Attaboy. is something people need to hear. So, Daryl Henderson right now is second in the country, correct? Yep. Oh, Wait, what'd right. you say? Second in the country in rushing yards, correct? Henderson? Yes. I think he's back at first, didn't he? No. That would be Jonathan Taylor from Wisconsin. Are you sure? I'm positive. I looked at it. He's 100 yards back from Taylor. Total yards? Yes. What about yards per attempt? You don't know. I, I don't know, I thought man. you did just some research. I thought research. you did research, man. I did. Just let me get to it. All right. All right. I'm going to fact check that later. So, we all know that when Daryl Henderson yeah. came out of high school, yeah. he was not any, he was pretty much a zero-star recruit. Yeah. Uh, according to ESPN, they didn't have him ranked, couldn't even find him on 24-7. All right now is the okay. second leading rusher in the country. So it got me thinking. How well do these five star at five star running backs really pan out? Would you like to hear where the top five four all four star running backs in the 2016 class are today? If I say no, are you still going to tell me? I still am. Okay, go ahead. The number one running back in the 2016 class was. B.J. Emmons, uh, yeah, Emmons. I've never even really heard of him since 2016, so I don't really remember how to pronounce his name. Committed to Alabama. Do you know what he's done this year? No, I do not. He's done nothing because he's not even at Alabama anymore. He's mm-hmm. at Florida Atlantic, but decided to take the year off. 
Okay. Number two, DeMario McCall. He committed to Ohio State this year. He has four carries. I, was like, I think I've seen him before. Yeah, playing. Four carries for a total of 26 yards and zero touchdowns. Huh. So what you're saying is like he's something? averaging about six-something a carry. You know what I mean? Technically, <laughs> but he's only got four carries. Pretty good, dude. <laughs> now, the best of the five, I'm still going to go through all five. Okay. The best of the five is the number three, Miles Sanders, committed to Penn State. Mm-hmm. This year, he has 166 carries, 1,007 yards, nine touchdowns. Pretty decent. Okay. Number four, Kareem Walker. Four-star, committed to Michigan. Where is he now? He's not at Michigan. He's now at Fort Smith Community College. And at Community College, he has 64 carries for a total of 207 yards and one TD. Okay. And number five, um, Traven Feaster. Okay. Committed to Clemson. Still at Clemson this year. 50 carries, 294 yards for four touchdowns. So let's compare Daryl Henderson to the five people, the five quote-unquote best running backs of 2016 Mm -hmm. high school recruiting class. Daryl Henderson this year, 158 carries, 1,446 yards, 17 touchdowns. Top five of his class combined in D1 football. 220 carries. 1,327 yards and 13 touchdowns. So what does that mean? Stars don't matter. These ranking systems, they they might matter when it comes to O-line, D-line, maybe a little defense. But as far as like quarterbacks, running backs, and receivers, Mm -hmm. the the quote-unquote skills positions, they really don't matter. And if you want to go even further, looking at, this year's top five rushers, besides Henderson, Jonathan Taylor, in 2017 when he graduated high school, he was a three-star recruit, was the 41st running back in his class. Also in 2017, the number three rusher, Eno Benjamin from Arizona State, three-star. Yeah. He was the 24th running back of the class. Okay. Four, uh, in, two, in 2016, uh, both of... Number four and number five uh, were there. Number four, J.J. Taylor from Arizona, three-star, 89th running back in the class. And the fifth leading rusher in the country right now, Jamar Jefferson from Oregon State, Mm -hmm. three-star, 49th running back in his class. Okay. So, I mean, what you're saying is you're pulling out the the Kevin Durant on me. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. That's what you're saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. You could just just sum it up right there. Well, I wanted to give the facts out to the people. You're right, big facts. This, it's also <laughs> well, kind of, it also kind of took me like an hour to do. I was pretty proud of it. I'm very proud of you right now. That is that is. I'm not gonna lie. That's good stuff. You did Thank some you. digging. You did some I good did research. Some digging. I'm very. I'm do very. You know how proud. hard it was to find Kareem Walker's uh, statistics at Fort Scott Community College. I'm sure it's pretty tough. <laughs> it, do they even have a website? They have a website. Okay. No statistics. Had to probably go like three, four tabs deep on the National Junior College Athletic Association website. Okay. That's after I realized that was a thing. Well, you know what you did? You are hard work that's beating talent when talent doesn't work you're hard, right? All those other producers right. out there, you're not as good as DB here. You're damn right. <laughs> I work hard. And you play hard. <laughs> and I, oh, I play harder. All right. Well, what do you think this weekend, Memphis SMU? What's your, what's your take? Because, dude, SMU's. 
SMU's not bad. Not bad, dude. They've shown Ben some... Hicks is a pretty decent quarterback for I mean, SMU. They got a win over Navy. Um, lost to Michigan 20 to 45, but um, got a win over Tulane. Uh, lost to Cincinnati by six. Got a win over Houston. Mm-hmm. So, what are you what are you thinking here? I mean, this is where we're at SMU. This this is ultimately. I mean, final two games. Every game's a must win. You know. If, because technically, well, you, you still have a shot, like we were talking about. Still, you still have, have a shot. shot. The title. Still have a shot. We're really Houston's got to win this week. We really need Houston to beat to beat Tulane. Yes, we need Tulane to lose the next two, right, to Houston and Navy. Or can they, if they just lose to Houston and win Navy, do we still have a chance? They just lose to Houston, we still have a chance. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Okay, because I think they'd still be one game up. Like it wouldn't be, or it'd be tied. I don't know, man. It's so difficult. I we can't just remember. need them to lose. We need everything just, to go in just our favor. Lose and. We beat SMU, beat Houston. We'll see where the chess fall in two weeks after Thanksgiving. But I think I think if the Tigers play well, and especially on defense, we know how the defense has been on the road. Yeah. I still think that they could pull out the dub and get the win, and hopefully, be a good Friday night. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I think it's just it's one of those things where like this is going to be this is going to be an opportunity. I mean, this isn't you know we've had games this year that have been big that we've lost mm-hmm. um, pretty much all of our big ones and close ones, and I think this could be uh, – this. if we get a win on the road, I mean, this is going to look good. This will be this will be a good towards the end of the season win um, that can kind of get, get you rolling a little bit better um, and get you feeling better about, one, the season and just, just the, the whole surrounding of the season. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm excited for it. Yeah, I, I, I am too, and I think that this is where ending the season off of on a right note because – Regardless of how everything's been this year and how expectations have been, you know, in 20 years from now, we look back at the record books, mm-hmm. say Tigers win out, go 9-4 and four with the win in the bowl. Mm-hmm. Still a 9-4 and four, four season. It's not really going to matter how we got there. It's the fact that we still got to a 9-win season. And it's the fact that you go in the last five years, 10 wins, 9 wins, 8 wins, 10 wins, 9 wins. I mean that's incredible. That's that's yeah. that's unheard of here at the University of Memphis. So I, I think I think this team is ready to roll. I think they've got everything worked out. I think the offense is finally where Brady can thrive. Yeah. In in and can take full control over. All right. Two more topics I definitely want to get into before yeah. we get our trade Let's of the day it. and the lines. I do want to talk about this D three basketball player. Yeah. I know you've seen the video, right? The yeah. elbow to the face. It's pretty bad. So, in case you don't know, this D3 basketball player, his name's Kwan Platt from Fitchburg State, and he was suspended and definitely banned from campus after throwing the elbow to the opposing player. And this news came out today that he was banned from campus. Before I get into my little rant about it, what was your what's your initial thoughts on it? My initial thoughts are that, you know, I, I didn't know when I first watched the video. I actually looked up stuff about it while I was bored at work mm-hmm. um, and had a break. And I was looking. I, like, saw, you know, tweets and stuff about it. And I was like, you know, I'll see what happened. So when you see the video, I'm like, did something else happen? Like, did that kid, did he just come back from pushing him? Yeah. Or, like, cheap shot him and nobody saw it? Like, is this the only video we have? And I read into it, and apparently that kid was just, like, playing defense really hard. Um, was kind of getting in his grill a little mm-hmm. bit. Just making it, making him uncomfortable. Playing basketball. Yeah. I mean, doing being a good basketball player. <laughs> and... Apparently that kid had just had enough. And so when I see the video and I learned that, man, that's dude, that's just a cheap shot, man. You don't it you don't belong a on a shot. you don't belong on a basketball court. Like I know it's D three. It was a he played for a Fitchburg State. Yes. Um and I know it's D three, but man, 
No, dude. Like, that's not acceptable in, in the NBA. That's not acceptable in rec leagues when you're first starting. Like, that's just, come on. Like, that. that's ridiculous. That's kind of mm. ugly. Um, what do you think? I, I thought it was terrible. I thought what he did was uncalled for and had, has no place in the game. But I am going to, I'm not really going to defend his actions, but I'm going to defend him as a D3 athlete. And what he people in national media, uh, Stephen A, especially uh, Isaiah Thomas, a few other basketball players, I'm sure Jay Billis is weighed in on the subject because he weighs in on anything uh, ba- college basketball, even D3, I'm sure he's weighed into. Now, my problem is it's, it's, it's not that they dislike the act. It's basketball media and basketball people all together that they're always the they're the out of the three main sports they are the biggest defenders of their sport they're the biggest basketball could never go wrong basketball doesn't cheat like college football basketball doesn't use steroids like baseball basketball doesn't do this basketball doesn't do that we do it the right way we're the right blah 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 and when something goes wrong they are completely avoid it they never talk about it they never they act like it never happened and jay billis is is Jay Billis and Stephen A. are the two leaders in this. And the reason why I have a problem with them is because I know this to be fact. Mm-hmm. Now, while what they said is not untrue, that it this kid should be suspended indefinitely, and what he did has no place in basketball. And, and I'm sure Stephen A. tomorrow and... Everybody else throughout the media circuit, nationally, ESPN, NBC, CBS Sports, whatever platform you, you want to go to, they're going to continue to burn this kid at the cross. Yeah. And the reason why I have a problem with this is because they're burning a kid at the cross that they don't know anything about. They don't know they didn't know his name before yesterday. If that video had never been posted, this wouldn't have been a story. You're not I'm not you, you can't tell me with a straight face that ESPN pays attention to D3 basketball and they just happened to pick up on this. That they that they were following it the whole time and they broke the story. You cannot tell me with a straight face that they're real, that if that video had never been posted that ESPN would have ever found about it or that we'd be sitting here talking about it. So I want to get to that first. And then number two, while what they said is true, I can guarantee you 100% that if this had been an action by Zion Williamson, R.J. Barrett, another high-profile freshman star of the game, would have done this, they wouldn't be crucifying this kid. They'd probably be saying what he did was wrong. What they'd be saying is, man, pressure got to him. The emotion of the game got to him. He's he's the number one pick. Can you you imagine what all that pressure is? Can you imagine being an 18-year-old kid with that much pressure on your shoulders? Of course he's going to snap. I mean, he just got into the motion of the game. He... He, he he let his emotions take over. We don't need he, – he should probably be suspended for a few games. You know, try to teach him a lesson, give him a chance to calm down and step away. But we don't need to kick this kid on camp, off, off of campus like what, they, like what the D3 kid has just been done. He's been kicked off campus. They wouldn't be saying, we got to kick this kid off campus. We wouldn't be saying, R.J. Barrett or Zion Williamson needs to be kicked out of Duke. What they would be saying is, we need to get this kid help. We can't send him out into the world. We got to – uh, he's a college athlete. College is where you're supposed to become well-rounded, where you're supposed to mature to a man. We can't kick him out of that. We can't send him on to the NBA or onto the European League. 
with this type of action. We've got to help. We've got to help this kid. We've got to mold him. No, so what I makes think, them different than the D3 kid? No, I think you're wrong. I'm not wrong. That's exactly I, what they'd be saying. No. Did they First ever, of all, you don't, like, you've never seen, like, l- let me tell you this then. Did they not go after, I don't I don't know about, like, the whole kicking out of school thing. I, I didn't see what they had said about kicking them out of school, but I did see them, like, go off about how wrong it was. And if you're going to say that they would be talking about how the motion, like, the heat of the game or anything like that, I think you're completely wrong. Because I look at Grayson Allen. They went off on him when he did his stunt every single time. Even if it was, there were a couple where I was like, that was not even that bad. That was like a basketball play. Like, and especially last year. And they go off on him. And then I'm sure that I can think but of others Grayson if I Allen had time. Was already was already an established villain. That, but he even already from the had first, a reputation. Yes, but for that. from the first time, they, like, that's what I'm saying, though. And, the, and I'm not just saying Grayson Allen. I could try to think of more. But, like, I think you're wrong, dude. I'm thinking if, if somebody blatantly, I'm, dude. The video. I know the, the video is bad. What, what? Once again, I'm just, not defending just him. Just I'm not defending his action. I'm defending him not getting crucified because he's a D3 kid that's an easy target that nobody knew his damn name 24 no. hours ago. No, I feel like if you're in the spotlight, that makes you more of a target. I feel like I. When can you? Hey, can you tell me? I don't. Really, and the reason I say this, is like, you don't I think that happened saying, to Zion Williams, well, R.J. Barrett, that Isaiah Thomas, LeBron James, not sending out tweets saying. Saying, hey, man, you just got to take control of yourself. If Don't let Zion the emotion get ran out to the three point line against uh, who they who they just play Army. Yeah, against a kid shooting a three from for Army. That's probably and a just bad elbows him. Yes, dude. People would be going off. That would not be good. But would it be crucifying him like they are the D three kid? I, as, as, far no as, the, way as far as it would the be action, this bad. he would be like the most hated basketball player in the nation for this year. Would and he, probably, I mean, people would not. This that would, would define his career. Would Zion Williamson be be suspended indefinitely and kicked off of campus? I think he would be suspended indefinitely. I don't. I don't know about kicked off campus, and that's where I think you have a point. But I didn't see. I didn't see all the stuff about kicked off campus, which is literally banned from campus. Isn't it just right now though, or is it? Is it for good? I, as far as. Um, what is it? Uh, Finchburg State's uh, AD said today that yeah. that he came out saying what he did does not hold the values of Finchburg State, does not hold the values of our community, well, and he is not welcomed in our community or on our campus. Yeah. I, so I it's think, indefinitely. I think and they're kicking is, this kid out in the middle of the semester. he got think finals coming up. Yeah, I think that's too far because obviously it's D3. You're not giving scholarships. So it ain't no. like the kid's losing a scholarship. But as far as kicked off the team, yeah. That's fine with me. He's gone. And I think that if it would it had been a high profile, I think if Zion Williamson does that, I think he's gone. I think he's off Duke. I'm dead serious. If he blatantly, you know how big that kid is, if he blatantly elbowed somebody. But is it costing him anything in the NBA? No. No. That's not that's because he's good enough to play in the NBA. The so, so, so what not, so what would Jay Billis and Stephen A say say it happened let this, me, right, let me, right right now? Say 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 Zion Williamson did that today. What are they saying about Zion Williamson in June when the draft rolls around? That he's a dirty player. That would st- he would go to the NBA, of course, but that would stick with him. But that would, would be would they crucify a team? Would they be? Would they crucify a team for taking him? I don't think they crucify a team. I think they'd say that team is getting a, a hothead. Somebody who like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I feel like you're playing the the what if game of something that. Well, yeah, it's, a, it's all a what if game. It's all hypothetical because I don't Zion Williamson hasn't done that. R.J. Barrett, hasn't but I'm done talking that. like in the past. Have you ever seen a High profile D one top prospect elbow somebody blatantly in the like no run out and just so that's what I'm saying like you're not you're not only like a what if this happened like 
this has never happened. Mm. And so I, I think that I think that you're uh, yeah I think it's wrong to for them. I think they would absolutely go after somebody who did that. Uh, which then again, I just don't think they would go to it at, at the degree that they are doing it. I think as far as and the that's school my and how problem. you said treat the, everybody equal. Just yeah. because these guys indeed I don't three, believe don't, it warrants don't treat him worse. I don't believe it warrants out of school. I think you're right on that. But as far as them going off about the basketball play and that labeling him as a basketball player and getting kicked off the team, like that's that's honestly I think that would I think that would happen. And which you I mean you do like that is a good point though with Zion I would like to see what happened because that is that's Duke basketball like everybody Duke can do no wrong mm-hmm. and that's Zion Williamson who's going to be a top three pick probably so I, I would I would be curious to see what would happen because would it be a five game suspension ten or are we talking is he off the team? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know, but I mean it. And, and here's here's another thing, Zion. And sorry, we keep throwing you out there, Zion. We yeah. we, we don't. He's think probably you're, a great guy. You're probably a really nice <laughs> dude, but you're just you're the guy right now. So you're obviously going to be the comparison. Yeah. So Zion, if you're listening, which you're probably not, we're sorry for keep bringing yeah, up no. your game, but you, you got to understand that's who you are right now in college basketball. The problem, another thing, Zion Williamson would get a chance to defend himself. He'd get a chance to go on Sports Center, on all the talk shows, to go uh, to make the media circuit and go around and defend himself. Nobody's reaching out to this kid. Nobody yeah. wants to talk to this kid. Nobody's giving him a but, chance to defend himself and tell, and tell the world he's sorry. No. Nobody's giving him that okay, chance. Okay, let me tell you this. But to that point, to that point, if Zion, this kid right here, I, I, I won't be able to tell you his name tomorrow, in a, in a week, two weeks, anybody going to be talking about this? Anybody remember this? Absolutely no. not. Zion, if he does it and say he doesn't go on the sports talk and everything, week or two, people going to remember it. Year or two, people going to remember it. Because you know what I mean. Like, but at least he gets at least he gets a six one half dozen other. This kid does not. But it's all, but that kid that ain't going to stick with that kid for it could a week. You know what I mean? I, well, I mean, like, what do you mean it could? Like, he he's obviously taking the brunt of like. I mean, he's off I mean, the team. This kid's out of school now. If okay, if that kid with his name walked up to you in a year and said, "Hey, I'm this whatever," like, and say it was. A job or something like that. Nobody's going to remember him. But if Zion, that's that's sticking with you for your career, your life. So that's what I'm saying. Like with, with the great opportunity comes responsibility. Like yeah. that would be with you for a long time. So I don't know. That is true. And once again, we're, this whole conversation is is very hypothetical because I don't think Zion Williamson or he seems like a nice guy. He seems he's like always a nice smiling. Guy. He can jump he out of the see. gym. He's like nobody I've ever seen in my what whole is, life. He's a he's a big man on campus. What does he have to be sad about? That's true. It seems like well, nice he guy. would be elbowing people. No. <laughs> Although if he elbowed you, you going down. You ain't you know, getting back up. Yeah. And you know who else is elbowing people? Maybe Durant and Draymond are throwing oh, elbows man. at each other. I don't know what's going on there, dude. This I, kid. I don't either. I love it. I'm like, you know that little gif where like the dude like opens up the chair and like uh-huh. takes a seat. That's what I feel like right now. <laughs> like I want to see this. Go down in flames, all right? Just open I hate up the chair, Let's open up the cooler and just watch. Yes. Just watch it all unfold. And it's because of DeMarcus Cousins. Let's be honest. <laughs> no. <laughs> Honestly, am I? Dude, I'm you telling know you. know how many games DeMarcus Cousins played this year? How many he's played this year? Yeah. Zero. How many games has he been ejected out of? That's true. What is it? <laughs> One. One, right? Yeah. He's been ejected funny. out of more games yeah. than he's played. Dude, I'm telling you right now, though, like, Read the stuff about it, you know him, it's about. Him and, him and Draymond are supposedly best friends on the yeah. team now. It's it's so it could be Demarcus in Draymond's ear. Yeah, hey, we don't need Kev. We don't, we don't need, need no Kev. Kev. We got me now. He got too many burners accounts. We don't need him, <laughs> dude. I'm telling you, it's about KD's free agency coming up. Yeah, and all and the how openly he's about been about it. it. Yeah, and so that's where like, 
And I think that once again, though, like Draymond's that guy, like his way or the highway this is his team. Like mm-hmm. he's he's the you, you know, don't want emotional here, leader. Out. That's exactly. And so I think like, dude, I don't know. I just want to see it fall into pieces. I do. I want too. to see it all and go really, down in flames. I really think it. I really think it will. I think. And I want to see LeBron can, lead the Lakers through the Western Conference and win the title. <laughs> Honestly, I, I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're going to figure it out this year. Oh yeah, but I mean, you, we're, we're you, talking we, about a third Warriors we, championship. Let's we be honest. could or, I mean, be look. We could be wake up this time next year and be looking at a team, a Warriors team, without KD and without Draymond. That'd be fine with me. I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready, dude. I'm ready for somebody new. But like this KD leaving, that that's probably going to happen. But you know how messed up in Draymond's mind that the Warriors suspended him and not KD yeah. and didn't punish KD and took money out of Draymond's pocket, suspended him without pay. He gonna remember that. Yeah, and he gonna he he he's realizing the way college basketball uh, way NBA is now that all I have to do is throw a big a big enough bit and they'll trade me. Yeah, I could pull a Jimmy Butler. Um, and honestly, I can go public with all this. What what I think is gonna happen is that. They're gonna quotes figure it out. Like they'll start playing together. They'll, and honestly, let's be completely honest here. They're looking at a third title in a row. Yeah. Um. But I think what happens after that is I wouldn't be surprised if Clay has said that he would take less money and stay. But I wouldn't be surprised if KD goes somewhere like in the East mm-hmm. and says, "I'm gonna put a team on my back." Like this, you know what I mean? Because everybody knows that this is a demerit on him. I mean, he, he yeah. folded to me. He folded and went to the, went to the Warriors. And yeah. So you're like. You know, obviously, you know, people have debated and talked about that for the past two years. But, but in his defense, he also was two finals MVPs back to back. Yeah, but I'm, but I mean, you also joined a unanimous yeah. MVP. So, like, that's where I'm like, I mean, if that's what, you know what I mean? I, I never would, like, as a person, like, if that's what you want to do, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But don't, I don't want to hear people say, you know, after that first finals, oh, he's the best player in the league now. No, you lost all of, you lost all of basketball cred to me. Mm-hmm. You lost all. MVP cred to me, best player in the league cred, everything. You lost it all when you joined another unanimous MVP in three yeah. All-Stars to make four All-Stars. That is true. And now DeMarcus, if he comes back healthy, I mean, he's got All-Star potential too. Mm-hmm. But, I would, yeah, I mean, I think that's what we're leading to. It's going to be a, we're a dynasty. We won three in a row. Let's just, and I think Katie's going to leave. And guess what? Everybody's going to look back on the Warriors, and everybody's going to be like, does that really, like, count? You know what I mean? Like, is that? I mean, that would be four out of five. Yeah, I mean, no, like, technically it's a dynasty, but I'm saying, like, in my mind, I'm gonna look back and be like, yeah, it was a dynasty, but you had five all stars your last year. You know what I mean? Like, well, it's not, I mean, if we look at dynasties, I mean, we look at, by the especially way, especially in our lifetime, the last, I mean, Spurs dynasty, yes, but did it differently? Like that, what really was a dynasty? Well, did you? But I mean, you go back, go back to Shaq and Kobe. I mean, it's not like yeah. it's not like they had scraps around them. Yeah, but they also. See, I think I don't know, man. It's a had either one of them won without each other. No, the Warriors had. Yeah, they had sure. won without KD. They they proved that they could go to two finals in a row without you, mm-hmm. and then you joined them. Like Kobe hadn't gone two in a row, and Shaq joined him. Shaq hadn't gone two in a row, and Kobe, you know what I mean. Like it well, wasn't. Shaq got like really that. close in or in yeah, Orlando. Shaq did get. Well, Shaq and did, he did go really, to the finals. That's right. Yeah, they did. Yeah, go. they, they did went, go to the finals. They okay. went to one finals, but the Warriors had won one. Yes, they never so, won, and um, Shaq and Penny got pretty close, which. I watched a basketball love story, the thing they got going on ESPN. Yeah. I know we're kind of running out of time. I probably that. got like four or five minutes left. But I watched one of the episodes they had on last night, and they were talking about dynasties, and they went through basically LeBron's career. Uh-huh. Um, I think it was his night, I guess. I didn't see the beginning of it. Uh, but they had Phil Jackson at the end saying that the Spurs weren't a dynasty. 
Oh, they were. Because they didn't win. You got to win three in a row. That's what he's saying. And everybody else is like, no, the Spurs are a dynasty. What do you think? Are Spurs they, are a dynasty. Spurs are a dynasty. Spurs were what, a so dynasty. They, they won five in 15 years. <coughs> they, for a decade. Yeah, and with and all half. pretty much the same players. Yeah. I don't That's know. A I dynasty, was thinking, man. Like, it's a, dude, I was thinking about it and I was like, even when I look back on the Spurs, like, they never, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, what, what, so they won two in a row, yeah. right? Back in what was it, like, oh, five, five, oh, six. Yeah, something like that. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, that was curious because I was thinking about it, and I was like, I've always just kind of thought like Spurger Dynasty when you think about it. Like, but they, they were kind of spread were, out. Like, and they they were always a number one seed in the West. They yeah. always controlled the West. Now they, they didn't true. always make the finals. You always knew that they would be there. The, the you knew the road to the finals went through San Antonio. Yes, and I think that counts as a dynasty. Yeah. I think and, I'd lean towards more of a dynasty, especially having one. Yeah, multiple ones. Yeah, you know. Now, if the road went through you. But you never won, then you know it really doesn't matter. Yeah. It's kind of like that's true. Kind of like in the East, you knew the road went through Cleveland with LeBron for yeah. for most of the years. Well, and but my, went through LeBron for eight years. Yeah, I am your Cleveland. Yeah, but he didn't win every time, and he didn't yeah. win as much as the Spurs did. Now you knew the road went through them, but the his first stint in Cleveland was nowhere wasn't a dynasty. It couldn't ever be a dynasty. Yeah. Now. You knew the Spurs at the same time. The road went through them, yeah. and you knew that they could definitely win. Yeah. So I think that that classifies them as a dynasty. All right, we are running very low yeah. on time. We got like three minutes. All let's right. do it. Let's do our PBJ tray of the day. The PBJ tray of the day here on this fine snowy Wednesday. Three places that you would rather be than in the cold, frozen tundra of Memphis, Tennessee, right now. All right, number and just terrible weather. I'm not going to put them in any particular order. Just, um, yeah, just give me three. San Diego, seven sunny and 75 every day. That sounds great. Uh, that was really random. I'm going to be honest. San Diego? Diego's not where I saw that going, but go ahead. It's sunny and 75 every day. That's fine. It's not 28 and snowing. I'm not judging. Um, number number what? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, second one would be... The uh, probably probably down in Boca again. You know when I went there, Boca Raton. Okay, uh, back okay. in uh, 2016 for the uh, Boca Raton Bowl. Yeah, it's great, man. In, in December, while I was nasty cold here, yeah. I was laying on a beach in the uh, on the Atlantic Ocean, dude. It was yeah. great. Okay, and number three, Australia, because it's technically summer there right now. Okay, or anywhere that's in the not, southern hemisphere. Yeah, it's not. That's not three bad choices. I would say that for me, currently, right now, the Grizz are in Milwaukee. So if I was in Milwaukee's arena right now, that'd be pretty cool. I'd like to be watching the Grizz. But it's really cold. Dude, I'd be in the arena. I'd have a nice uh, cold beverage. I've had some popcorn going. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that'd be pretty cool. Uh, besides that, dude, I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking like South Beach, Miami. Yeah, that that'd which be isn't nice. far from Boca. I mean, it's like yeah, a 45 minute. That'd drive. be nice right now. But to be honest, dude, like. If I could be down in the islands with Kenny Chesney right now, like oh, St. Yeah. Thomas or St. Lucia, anywhere, anywhere, that's where I'd like to be right now. So you get me uh, I'd like towards to the a, equator in me, one of the me, islands. Me and you on an island with Kenny Chesney and Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, I we'll invite Walker right too. Walker can come. All right, Walker, you can come. Yeah, uh, dude. Although so I those did, are my, my, those although, are my three places. Although he did text me yesterday and said, "Miss you, bro." I said, "Miss you too, man." You want to come out for a drink with me and AJ after we do the podcast? Never text me back. Thanks a lot, buddy. <laughs> No, that's listening. cool, dude. I'm, I remember we used to hang out. I remember when you used to get beers with me. I remember oh, we used God. to drink. 
It's All cool. Right. Let's move to some picks. We're going to go three games. So, I mean, this is... The light just, schedule. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a light, light schedule. Light but it's two out of three, man. All right? We got, we got a small room for error here. Yes, okay? it is. Uh, first game we got, we got UCF versus Cincinnati. College game day, baby. I will say, I'm very excited for college game day. I think they deserved it. Yes, I said did. weeks before that I do not think UCF, even if they go undefeated, deserves a shot at the top four. I do we don't think, have enough time to get into that. I, yes, but I do think game day, they deserve to be there. They earned it. And who do, you, who do you got? UCF is favored by seven and a half. Give me the Knights of Central Florida. Okay. Undefeated okay. streak. And it's at it's UCF. Rolling. Yes, it is. Um, give me give me UCF too. All I think right. college game day, their fans are going to be hyped up. That stadium can get pretty crazy. You've been they there. They can. They're pretty mean people. Yeah. They're very nasty Well, we people. don't have time for that either. They'll get at you. <laughs> They'll right. throw beers at you, man. Next game. Mizzou versus Tennessee. This is this is our future guest, uh-huh. Mike Ryan. If he's still listening, he might be asleep by now. Uh-huh. But what who you got? Is it Tennessee's his team. Ah, give me Mizzou. Yeah, it's a no brainer. Give me Mizzou. Yeah. I mean, who really cares Come about on. Tennessee? Come on. I mean, they Tennessee. You know what I mean? It's a Come garbage on. truck yeah, convention. <laughs> Kentucky uh, just ran out of gas, man. Yeah. All right. Last one. Syracuse versus Notre Dame. Notre Dame is favored by ten and a half. I mean, a lot of people are saying that this is this, this is it for Notre Dame. Enough, this is Somebody's going to beat. Well, you got USC, but a lot of people think they're going to lose. It's going to be this game. Uh, and where's it at? It's, Notre Dame it, ten and a half. They're probably it's it's uh it's at Yankee Stadium oh. in the Bronx. Okay, gotcha. Yep. Um, I'm I'm going to take the cues, man. I'm going to take the cues to cover or to win. I, I mean, I'm gonna just take give me, them I mean, to cover for I'm the picks. Take, yeah, but are, do you I'm think t- they're going to win? I think they got a shot. Notre Dame's been a very up and down team. Yes, yeah. they're undefeated, but some weeks they've looked great. Some weeks. Not so much, man. Yeah. I think, uh, dude, as much as I really do not think Notre Dame has it this year, um, I think they'd get whooped by Alabama uh, or uh, a Clemson if they play them. Um, I think they're going to pull this one out. I'm going to pick them. All right. I got them, man. I just that's think the game some, that's gonna, that's gonna they're undefeated. That's going to decide so. the, the PBJ picks of the week. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. The only one that's we did for on. Yeah, that's true. Dang. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Well, well what does our friend Walker say? In the words of our good old buddy, Kerry O'Connell, it's time to wrap it up. Yep, it's time to wrap it up. Thank you so much, so much from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. Absolutely. We really do appreciate you spending this time out of your busy day to join us and to and to listen to what stupid and crazy opinions we have. Thank you. Thank you so much. And be sure, thank you, Kevin, for Shout out, Kevin. And the Cerrito Live. Uh, podcast feed for allowing us to be on here allowing us to do this every week and be sure to check out all the great content on the Cerrito Live feed and Cerrito Live from on every Saturday from 10 to 11 on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM and of course the 11 o'clock hour the only hour long wrestling segment in the city of Memphis where wrestling was made be sure to listen to me Monday through Friday on Fish and Stats 3 to 6 uh, on Sports 56 87.7 FM and remember, going to be a big one on the Blue and Gray Show this week. Right. So listen to me and with John, <laughs> Stacy, and I on from five to seven on Sports Fifty Six and eighty seven to seven FM. And as the song says, it's the end of the world. But I don't feel fine about it. Yeah. Remember, Miley, always show love, never hate, feel the good vibes, and have a wonderful and blessed day. Go Tigers. <laughs>